Diz Life Podcast is brought to you by Pinch of Pixie Dust Travel. People who love Disney understand that life isn't about the breaths you take, it's about the moments that take your breath away. That's why we help coordinate the most magical adventures for you and your family. Disney, Universal, Sandals, Norwegian, Carnival, and more, we are a full-service concierge travel agency that will help with every aspect of your journey. Let us take care of the details while you enjoy your family. Get a quote today by calling us at 570-832-7798 or fill out a trip request form at pinchapixiedusttravel.com. Just follow the second start of the right straight on to your adventure. That's pinchapixiedusttravel.com, where you're making memories one trip at a time. Stop walking while I'm squawking. Caramba, we have something really big for you today. And now, the show that has the whole town cooking. Welcome, foolish mortals. Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the train and remain seated at all times. Now then, hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Diz Life Podcast. My name is Mark Valentine, and I am the host of Diz Life Podcast. Thank you so much for making our show and our network a part of your Disney lives. Don't forget, catch all of our old episodes at DizLifePodcast.com. While you're there, you might as well smash the subscribe button, leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or Spotify, and then I'm hanging out on Instagram at Podcast on TikTok at DizLifeMark, and join us in our private Facebook group, Living My Best Disney Life. If you're a fan of the show, become one of our incredible patrons and join us over at Patreon. Support us by visiting patreon.com forward slash Podcast. Patreons have access to bonus content, special VIP live streams, and much, much more. And Greg is talking to a fictional dragon from time to time over there on Patreon, but without any further ado, let's bring in Greg, the Disney fanatic. Greg, ahoy hoy. One little spark, buddy. Ahoy hoy, Mark Valentine. And for a second, I thought you were going to say a dragon of my imagination. <laughs> um, I miss Figment. How's he doing? Figment's good. He's had a rough week. Um, he has been, by and large, just sitting here on the corner of my desk, unanimated. He's very bored. But he was excited. His horns perked up a little bit when I told him that we were going to be making a trip back to Disney World to see you in August. So he's he's excited. That's excellent. Hey, do you ever have a problem where you just can't look at the screen or you're going to start laughing during the intro? I'm like, I can't look at Mark right now or I'm going to start laughing all the time. (laughs) I love doing this podcast with you. I miss Figment. One little spark, buddy. I hope you're you're doing okay. We will have a a ton, a ton of fun when you come down again this time. Uh, It's going to be amazing. But in the meantime, Mark, what are we doing today? So on today's show, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about that empty space in the void So empty space at Walt Disney World, we all know those locations that have been sitting idle and nothing is going on. Greg and I are going to reimagine and talk about what we personally would like to see go into those spots and play a little reimagineering of those spaces, if you will. Some of those spaces, also, Greg, we should make note, do have plans, but we don't like them. 
And speaking we, of free imagination, Mark, I want to apologize to Rabbit. Uh, last week, I said that Rabbit should be spay and neutered. I want to apologize to his 954 children. So he has joined uh, Eeyore and Tigger on the picket line, and they are advocating for an end and a cancellation to Greg. Um, the powers that be, I think, have a meeting with them, um, and the improvement council for the hundred acre wood is making a determination on the future of your, um, your welcome in the hundred acre wood at this point. So you knew I was going to be canceled at some point. Listen, lay low. So I apologize. Uh, we will move on and not have, uh, any more of these 100 acre wood characters under the bus. Seriously, man, lay low for a while. Their, their dander is up. You have you have upset the apple cart over there in the hundred acre wood. You, you might as well just chill for a little bit. That would be my advice. Yeah. How's everything going? How you been, man? I am living the dream. I have uh, gotten to ride Guardians with my family a lot recently. Uh, there's been a whole lot of talk about some sort of new Magic Band coming out uh, that I have been able to be at the park playing um, and waving at statues all throughout the park. Uh, it's been a great week, man. Like, uh, we got over to Magic Kingdom last few days. We had a wonderful time. Not as good as going to the top of the world with you, but uh, it's been fun. Yeah, Disney is keeping you really busy, tearing down signs, releasing new technology. Destroying uh, the magic, Mark. <laughs> Come on, man. Ruining <laughs> the magic. Giving you and I content to talk about on and Company every single week. There is. I looked at the top seven or top four articles and was just like, I don't. Uh, yeah, it's going to be another one of those weeks, Mark. So, um, <laughs> just yeah. as a shameless plug, again, if you want to get more of the two of us, we talk news over on and Company uh, every single week. Chip goes somewhere and leaves the two of us to discuss the top headlines of the week. But subscribe to the Chip and Company podcast family. They have several podcasts, but Greg and I do a podcast every week called and Company. And we do a review of the top articles. We editorialize a little bit. We laugh. We try our best to not touch the third rail of Disney. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> but subscribe to that. If you're not already subscribed to Chip and Company podcast, make sure you go over there and do that because it's a lot of fun. And it's bonus content for the two of us to hang out twice during the week. And can I also say, uh, if you are a patron and a Patreon member here at DizLife, please check out the YouTube video that has been released recently. Myself and uh, my imagination buddy get to sit down and have a conversation. <laughs> he interrupted the proceedings to talk about pizza, and it is a great conversation. We just rolled with things, Mark. We just rolled with it. Um, we are we are pumping out the content for the patrons. We are very appreciative of all that they do for us and in helping us cover the costs that are associated with running a podcast and equipment and the overhead. So I have been very cognizant of creating bonus vlogs for them. And it's it's stuff that's never going to see the light of day. It's never going to be released on any of the other socials. It's just for them. But uh, thank you again to the patrons of this show. We really love and appreciate you guys. Um, Thank you for doubling down on this life podcast. And it means the world to us. Dude, are you ready to imagine your some stuff? I am always ready to imagine your some stuff at Disney World. All right. So these are in no particular order. They are completely random. You and I, the rules were that we were not allowed to, uh, we were not allowed to like pre-construct what we were going to say. We know only the list. We know only the 10. They have been pre-approved by both you and me. 
And then we said, we have to imagine your boom on the spot, what we would want to do with these. And part of the reason why we didn't pre-formulate what we wanted to say was, I don't know what you're going to say and you don't know what I'm going to say. And so like, you're going to have to work on the fly a little bit that if you say something that I was leaning towards, I got to change it up. I just can't go. I can't go with the same answer. So I'm going to give you first shot. And this is the one that almost everybody wants to see something happen with, right? It's, it is a dead zone in the middle of Tomorrowland, which is a vibrant centerpiece of the magic kingdom. And then amidst this amazing land, you have nothing going on in Stitch's Great Escape. It's like womp, womp, horrible. Just sitting there, vacant. Which you will not see at any other Disney park. You will not see this vacant space that is sitting there just like this. No, this is like an eyesore to me. I can't stand walking by it. It, I Listen, I was happy when it was just a meet and greet. At least use it as a meet and greet in the air condition to go and meet Stitch. We don't even get that anymore. Don't even get that. Nothing. 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 So... Where are we going to go with Stitch's greatest? Where are you going? Are we going to fill this? Okay, I am going to start off here. Uh, this one's going to be. It was actually really simple for me to figure out. I went with um, a, a little off, a little older. Okay, but I think it can be brought into the the nowadays or what would be considered tomorrow. Um, I I went with original IP on this, Mark. Ooh, um, I went with bringing. Professor Philip Brenard back from the Flubber franchise. <gasps> and I think you can Brilliant. make Flubber into its own character, uh, a la Figment, if you would. Um, we see Professor Philip Brenard over there at the Imagination Pavilion. I think you could have a show that uh, you update to the nowadays and even into the future uh, and have the professor uh, just kind of go through a classic chemistry and and just, you know, mad scientist show for people. And they can be in their seats. Uh, you can use the same seats that they already have in there, but you're just updating and Flubber himself becomes a character in Walt Disney World. Dude, that is amazing. Amazing. I'm going to continue with that theme because you picked out a sort of underappreciated, unloved intellectual property. I'm going to continue with that theme and I'm going to maybe up the ante, if you will. And I want that to be an Atlantis, the Lost Empire VR experience. Ooh, that's good. I want it to be an Atlantis, the Lost Empire VR experience where you put on like maybe a VR headset in the round. You can go with maybe half of the seating or keep it as is or have the, the center be like a focal point where you have like the leader of the expedition. You can have different sensations and Again, like a theater, a 4D theater with the air and the things that are touching you. Maybe the ship can get waylaid by like some of these elements that are in the story. Power can go out on the ship. So you can turn that into an expedition for Atlantis. Atlantis gets no love, man. None. No No love love. ever. And it is a cult classic. People who love it, love it. And then everyone else has no clue that it's there because it's kind of just been shunned from the annals of Disney animated history. And that is the perfect Think of just the theming of that. It fits so well into that Jules Verne esque concept that's over there in Tomorrowland. 
tell me that thing wouldn't be bonkers to have like a 4D virtual experience to go through the story of Atlantis. I'm with you on that. So here's my only problem with I'm going to go with that one is is VR glasses and putting them on and sharing them with other humans in this day and age. That's where I'm a little like, "Eh." but there's other ways of doing that, that you don't have to put on something physical onto you, but going with the VR, going with the, that, that centerpiece that is already there, that a show master can be there guiding you through this whole thing. Tomorrowland is so spectacular, but underutilized, uh, underutilized, excuse me. Um, People Mover, great ride. Uh, Space Mountain, another IP. Tron is its own IP. Like, and then yeah. you bring in Pixar, which uh, at the time, Toy Story, I think that works. Re- Buzz uh, Lightyear, I think that all works so well in Tomorrowland that doing something Jules Verne esque. I almost w- originally was like, oh, I have to look at Tokyo Disney Sea and do Journey to the Center of the Earth type ride in that area. There's not enough space. Not enough space. So going how you just went, I'm like, oh, we were on the same wavelength here. Yeah, we'll have it have it be like a, a show hybrid. Stitch's Great Escape or Aliens Escape, it, it's cool because sitting stationary and having the manipulatives touch you and, and the air and all of the, like you can do that aboard the ship for the Atlantis and you can have again something that boards the ship and and the the lights and the sirens go off it's like we've been breached like let's go it's like we're DEFCON 1 everybody hang tight like keep your eyes peeled give them like little fake lasers or something that they're not really shooting something but give them manipulatives to hold on to how awesome would that be and then Michael Jackson comes out as Captain EO right in the center. Man, we are on to something. <laughs> it's Michael J. Fox. Well, it was Michael oh. J. Fox, not Michael Jackson. Oh, oh. Totally different. It was Michael something. <laughs> yeah, totally different. <laughs> <laughs> you got it's me the, on that one. Yeah, in the middle of it, like, why would Michael Jackson come <laughs> out? Whoa, Michael Jackson's here too. This is, is crazy. that Captain EO? It's Whoa. Captain EO. It's like also here. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Are you okay? Yeah, you, Michael, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Michael? You've been hit by. You've been struck by a smooth alien. It's like Stitch. <laughs> All right, Mark. Next. Wait, we that, that was like go. Exhibit A. Why I love this show. Right there. That was that was the exhibit as to why I love oh, talking man. Disney with you, man. It's oh, just my gosh. A, it just you never know what's going to happen in a millisecond. It can go off the rails like that. Brilliant. All right. Uh, so let me go first on this next one. Um, I honestly like I have no idea. So the NBA experience. Am I calling it the right thing? Uh, yes. At Disney Let's, Springs. Okay. Yeah. 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 Disney Quest. Yeah, Disney Disney Quest, which was preferable to the NBA experience. Before that, it was Disney Quest. They had the Wreck-It Ralph VR. They had the Star Wars VR. They closed that up. The NBA moved in. They were there for a whole month and a half. COVID. Long time. Done. Never reopened. Just done. (laughs) And now it sits there idle and doing nothing. So here's my pitch, and it's a modest proposal. Bring back the VR. Bring back the VR, man. VR is the future. Manipulatives are the future. That kind of space. It doesn't have to be Wreck-It Ralph, but like right. Star Wars VR is, it's a selling point. People, the metaverse is really big right now. Lean into technology, lean into the metaverse. We did the Harry Potter VR experience in New York City, and it was a lot of fun. You're Disney, 
lean into that more, have it be an arcade, have there be a VR dude, have it be, have it be Wreck-It Ralph's arcade. Like make the thing Wreck-It Ralph's arcade and have a ton of like video games for people to play. Call it a fungeon. It's a a fungeon, Ralph. So like Dave and Buster's is a thing and that's really big. Turn it into a Dave and Buster's type of situation where you have food, you have games, you have VR. Why not lean into the arcade concept, give people something to do. You want them to stick around Disney Springs. You want them to spend their money. You want them to have things to do. An arcade broad, uh, not broad, Broadway style, (laughs) boardwalk style, (laughs) boardwalk, not Broadway, boardwalk style would be really great in that spot. Wreck it, Ralph Arcade. <laughs> it's a fungin, Ralph. <laughs> I am king. I am King Sam. I am King Candy. Wait a minute. Did you just, whoa, whoa. Did you just have like a Wreck It Ralph Broadway show? I did. I just invented the. Can Ralph we use that idea? Show. Oh my God. Yes. Cirque du Soleil, so, get out of here. Uh, I want out. <laughs> <laughs> Wreck it, Ralph the musical. <laughs> I love your idea. Again, the VR touching other people's stuff after this pandemic. I'm not, I'm good. I love that idea though. Like, yeah, you could put in all that there. Um, I went with there is no such thing outside of like the Disney Wish that's out there uh in the parks, a real character dining sing-along where you get the characters uh, that actually will come out and you have a very beautiful dinner. It's going to be a little bit pricey, obviously, but you want people to spend money at Disney Springs. I think you have the space there. You could put a nice stage in there. You can have a semi-Broadway type show, but you have the Disney princess. You would have Ariel herself coming out there singing under the sea. You could have uh, Pocahontas singing uh, Colors of the Wind. Um, enjoy <laughs> enjoy the sustainable fish <laughs> she can advocate for the plant the plant-based options miko comes out and serves you sustainable fish would you like the fish or the veal <laughs> like i don't want the veal miko i'm good huh? it'll be like it's a little gamey <laughs> miko <laughs> Is this your friend? I just had lunch with him yesterday. I swear, I swear to goodness, this is going to be a serious episode at some point. <laughs> so I, yeah, I was thinking you could have a real character meet and greet outside of the park with a sing along show of some of the Disney's biggest hits. And you really could spend a good amount of time getting the right technology. The new 4D screen they have over at um, uh, the Finding Nemo, uh, the big blue and beyond show is amazing. You could do that in Disney Springs and have a great character show outside of just a park or on Disney wish. And I think uh, a a dinner and a show is really needed at Disney world right now. I agree. I love that idea. And I think I'm going to hop on more than the, the wreck it Ralph arcade. I'm going to hop on board. I like your idea better than I do mine. I'm sort of sad that you backed off of the wreck it Ralph musical. Because I think that would have been great to hear Vanellope sing a place called Slaughter Race. <laughs> <laughs> How great would that 
It's, could you just imagine who, who played uh, Ralph? Was it not in Charles Nelson Run? John, John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Who's <laughs> the other guy? It's John C. Riley and Sarah Silverman is is Vanellope von Schmidt. Was it Nelson Riley like that? Oh, <laughs> I can't even do the voice anymore. I don't know. It sounds like I skip the King Candy sometimes. I know. Salmon. All right, so I have to sing about salmon. All right, Eat your salmon. So, uh, well, here's here's the problem, man. You may have you may have used your show card now because you just had a Broadway style dinner theater, and now our third one that you have to reimagine is the Little Mermaid Theater. Uh, Voyage of the Little Mermaid is not coming back to Hollywood yeah. Studios. It is. Um, I mean, the technology was a little outdated, but it was a, it was a great show. People loved it. Um, the, the music of the little mermaid has always been a big hit. And so that theater has never reopened since COVID it is sitting idle and it will not be back. We're going to touch on two. So the third, third one we're going to do is little mermaid theater. And then we're going to jump over to launch bay, but I'm going to give you an option. Ready? Mm-hmm. You can combine three and four if you want, and I can do the same. So if you want to use that theater and the launch bay, you have a whole area now to retheme at your will. You can combine three or four, or you can keep them separate, your choice, but that now, is your, that's up to you. You and I did not speak about any of these prior. We just kind of threw out the list, did that's not it. speak to these prior. I am putting Little Mermaid and Launch Bay together, and I'm about to blow your mind, my friend. Do it. So that area uh, and the show buildings for both of those are rather large. Plus, there's area behind there that you can build in. I think since you are not allowed to have an Avengers campus here <gasps> on the East Coast, you get an X-Men and Fantastic Four campus. You can't, can't. They're Avengers. They can't. They're, you can do X-Men. No, you can't. They're X, X-Men are over certain, certain X-Men, yes. But um, the... Tried and true, like the Cyclops, the Wolverine. Oh, I guess they are, aren't they? Yeah. <clears throat> They're over there, as is the Fantastic Four is over there, too. Thing uh, is over my there. My land is going to be called Universal, uh, and it's going to have just comic book versions of you sons of guns. Um, all right, Mark, what do you got? So I like this idea. <laughs> no, no, no. I like this. Idea. Do you want me to go? Let me go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I uh, my idea was, and I for totally spaced it. I knew Avengers was there. You could go Young Marvels. You could go New Avengers. But I think there needs to be uh, that IP, even a um, a 20th Century Fox IP in that whole area. I think you keep it along the lines of the movies. Uh, and what has come before with uh, Disney. So there are, there's characters. If you wanted to do like an Avengers esque campus, there are characters that universal does not retain the rights to obviously like the guardians of the galaxy. But here's the thing, like, and we talked about this when we did our Marvel podcast, like way, way back with like piano Rob and Marky Mark and Brian Lee. By the time you use some of these characters now, like now, man, you're getting into the weeds with these characters and you're really like starting to scrape the barrel of how much do people like really know who this is? Like you can use like a Miss Marvel is a perfect example. You can use a Miss Marvel because she was not part of that deal. But by doing that, like do, do people really clamor for or want that level of superhero? 
you start to say, hmm, how like how officious will this new campus be if I'm using second or third tier characters that Universal is not leveraging because they can't be Avengers, it can't be Fantastic Four, they can't be X-Men? I have an answer then. Yeah, go ahead. But like, I like the idea. You know how much mm-hmm. I love the Avengers campus, dude. I, mm-hmm. I can't get enough Avengers yeah. campus. You blew my mind. But what I, so here's my, you ready for my idea with this? I am because I thought of something, but I want to see where you go. All right. So I'm going to also combine this. And I know that there's going to be some groans and some people are going to say like, I hate this because it's like, it's saturated. But what about like a Pixar land? The whole land is Pixar and we have Monstropolis over there. We have other things because then that area you build Back to Toy Story Land, you connect Toy Story Land, there's that whole avenue which you've got Incredibles, or you had Incredibles, right? Back where the coffee Joffrey's was. So turn that whole area now into all things Pixar, and just have different Pixar properties over in that space. Monsters, Inc., Onward, Start to develop that whole area of the park. And instead of just Toy Story Land, make it Pixar Land. Have character meet and greets. Turn the launch bay into like an entirely themed like Pixar pavilion where you can have different characters come out of portals and you can meet different characters. You have a theater over there that you can uh, you can do a show and you can have like that theater that has the Star Wars vignette in it. You can have the history of Pixar show in there. And then have a musical like Monsters, Inc. Billy Crystal's a really musical dude. I'm sure you could score something out and have like a musical version of it. And then again, sacrilege, lose the laugh floor over at Mm. Disney, retheme that to something and then bring the Monsters, Inc. somehow over to this new Pixar land and have everything live Pixar, have it live right there. We are monsters. We'll make you laugh. Hey. Jazz hands. I think oh, it was that was jazz hands. I love that, uh, especially with Disney uh, Junior Play area right there, and all the characters you're meeting from Disney Junior Play. Right, you could definitely do some. You could actually bring that down instead of it being more. Uh, everything's been geared towards adults lately. I, I I feel that you need to gear things a little bit younger. You could skew a little younger with the Pixar area yep. and, and and really make it a family friendly area. This is one I really want to hear from you, the audience. So if you're out there and you're listening, this is a great talk back. Let us know what would you do with that large swath of property? I say Pixar. Greg would like to see something Marvel leveraged in there, but he's got another idea. I what have would you idea. and do? it's Marvel. Yeah. What would you do? Leave us a voicemail on dislifepodcast.com or send us a message on one of the socials. And then we would like to talk about it on a, a future episode. What would you do with that huge real estate over at Hollywood Studios that's beyond the Hollywood Studio sign, the unofficial fourth park icon? What would you do with that land which we feel is being underutilized? So what was your second idea? Uh, before I say that, I am going to say I love when the audience reaches out and uh, we get people who listen to the show and will directly reach out and send us a message. I, and it makes my day to hear that we've we've made somebody either laugh or touched a hot uh, button on them. And they're like, I can't believe you would do that. It's usually I the latter. <laughs> normally I get the why would you do that? Why did Greg so, say that? Yeah. 
What? But no, I love I love hearing from everybody. So we, please hit us do. up and let us know what your thoughts are on there. So I got it. Okay. Here is my idea. It didn't take me too long to think of part two. I would do Wakanda. I would do a Wakanda <laughs> area, and I can't. What? 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 No, you, I can't do Wakanda. Can't do that. Why wrong, can't I do Wakanda? Wrong park because we got to do that over in Dinoland, USA, man. We're no, gonna- no, no, no. I see. Okay, I could give that to you. You know what? Some Marvel idea. Well, did I say Wakanda? I act scratch, like it just yeah, scratch You it. never saw it. You, nobody ever saw it. Yeah, ready? Jedi mind trick. You don't want Wakanda over in Hollywood Studios, Greg. I don't want Wakanda over in Hollywood Studios. That's a horrible idea, Greg. That is a horrible <laughs> idea. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> so, Mark, on to our next week. <laughs> Why what were we talking about? Yes, twenty seconds. Wait, what were we talking about? I don't know. I don't have All right, so I'm going to give you this one because I just mind tricked you into the last one. What? What would you do? We're going to head over to Epcot. The the next up, reimagine for us, Ockershoes also never reopened since the pandemic. Uh, Atlantic Health was using it for a while. Blue Cross Blue Shield was using it for a while as a wellness center slash rest station for like AC and water break. It's doing nothing. It's sitting in Norway. That pavilion smacks. I love that pavilion. I, I was one of the rare few that really liked Ockershoes mm-hmm. because where I thought Cinderella's Royal table was hard to get for my little girl who wanted to meet princesses breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We could go to Ockershoes and check off like five princesses and get meet and greets all in one spot and get that signature book, that autograph book filled up. I just had to enjoy Norwegian cuisine in order to do it. But the breakfast was the hot tip. You always had to get breakfast there. Right. Sad to see it go, but put something there for me. All right. So, uh, I'm going to try and not to say that very often. Uh, what I'm going to do with that is the exact same thing. It is now. Uh, no, I'm not going to keep it empty. I think the what the Disney Wish just did with Frozen uh, and their dinner show is spot on. Nice of work, pal. All the things I've watched on the Disney Wish, the Frozen dinner show is probably the number one thing that made me go, I want to go on the Disney Wish. I want to go on a Disney cruise just to have that dinner and a show while it's going on. The animatronic of... Olaf walking around and having interaction with the crowd. Um, Sven and what is the guy from the, the Norwegian, uh, the, the, big summer blowout, big summer blowout, him uh, as the narrators of the show. And then Elsa and Anna come in. Wandering and kind of Oaken. Wandering Oaken. Thank you, sir. I don't know where my brain is. I, somebody, it's like somebody mind tricked me recently. Um, where did it all I go? I think, yeah, where, where, Wakanda? Um, <laughs> I think that show needs again. I'm more about these dinner shows. I don't know why what this is, but I think they need more characters and more dinner shows and sing-alongs and that Disney feel. Most people who think of Disney are are remembering it from a movie or from a animated series yeah. that they've seen or something. And I think they need more of that to get that that um, the kids more involved in it. I would love to sit there. And again, I would pay a little bit more money to sit there and see a dinner and a show just like that. And I think that space could hold it. You are 1000% right. And I'm being, if I'm being honest, there's nothing else that should, could, and, and 
realistically needs to be in that space. That show, that dinner theater experience needs to be there. At the very minimum, what I was going to say, and I was going to go with the same concept, mm. those princesses, that should be rethemed to Frozen. You should meet Olaf, you should meet Kristoff, you should meet Anna, you should meet Elsa. If you bring it back, it shouldn't be princess dining. It should be frozen dining yep. at the bare minimum. There's nothing else that should be in that space. Like, I'm sorry, it's a great restaurant, but it should be frozen, not random princesses. And it would fit the theme. And I get it. There's a little frozen fatigue out there. I, I know that like there's moans and groans and like tons of dads who've been subjected to sing, like, let it go for the like two millionth time or like, Oh, I got to have to hear it again. Yeah. You have to hear it again. Cause Disney is about kids. It's not about you. It's about the kids enjoying frozen and the kids still love Anna and Elsa and listen, brace for it. Guys, frozen three is going to be announced at D 23 and you're just going to have to live with another frozen sequel because Adina Menzel said she's on board. Uh, Kristen Bell said she's on board. It's, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of getting, the conductors or the composers to agree to write another movie worth of music, but it's going to happen. They're going to make billions of dollars off this thing. And you're just going to have to live with the fact that frozen is going to be with us till the end of time. You're going to get like cockroaches. If there was nuclear winter, it would just be cockroaches and frozen left. That would be it. Reindeer are better than people. Mark, I think you'll agree. (laughs) That is going to look any father who is out there, you're you're at Disney for your kids anyway. Yeah, just just go all in. Just go all in. Wear your wear your Kristoff shirt. Just start part of your hair like it's the '80s and '90s. Do a ballad with them. The kids will love this. On a personal note, did you see the video of my daughter at the at like one and a half? Oh, I saw that today. That is. Oh, how cute is she? Uh, hang in there, Joan. <laughs> My daughter's like one and a half <laughs> at the front door going like knocking on the door singing. Do you want to build a snowman in else in an Elsa costume? And she was like one and a half. So if uh, you want to know, did I have to endure the frozen uh, sort of fandom? Yes, very much so. Like I was a big part of that and I'm and I'm here for it. I'm here for it. But uh, don't I, also. I, I could listen to Frozen anytime. Side note, also, don't tempt me getting lost in the woods because I will break out into song as Jonathan Groff and I will rock that 80s inspired tune. I will do it. Don't as thr- long as it's that version and not the one by V. No, the Weezer, Weezer version. Yeah. The Weezer one. The Weezer version. The Weezer <laughs> We're not at Germany yet, man. You need to oh, hold it. Darn it. Hold. You're like, you're, hold. you're, you're. you're Shooting, you're shooting too early, man. You're Ooh. going off half cocked. You did it on Wakanda. You're doing it on Germany. Like, <laughs> there, I, I'm just, I'm not even going to go there. Yeah, you're pre- prematurely like getting the topics out. <laughs> he's he's gone, ladies and gentlemen. Greg is gone. He's officially turned ten shades of red. You can't see him on the other end of the microphone. He's. He's purple. I'm sweating. I am sweating now. I yeah. literally just broke out into a sweat. That innuendo Mark, just made um, I him like purple. that we have a space to talk here, and it's a safe space, <laughs> um, but it almost got us canceled. Okay. So um, moving on, I, I'm going to give this one completely to you because your idea, uh, when we first mentioned this week ago, uh, well, two days ago, which is a week ago in my book, um, I think you're right on. So you can take this one. Okay. So 
uh, restaurant Marrakesh has something that's going in it. You and I do not like what is going in it. So we're going to disregard. <laughs> we're going to completely disregard. Wait, 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 wait. I don't, I don't dislike what's going in there. I'm going to use what's going in there and enjoy myself. Cause I like a good break in AC. It's not fun. There's nothing fun about that. So what let's break news for people. If they don't know, we were one of the first people to learn about what is going to become of restaurant Marrakesh. What will restaurant Marrakesh be in earnest? What will it be? No joking aside. What is it going to become? Uh, it is going to become the Florida Blue Relax Lounge. Riveting. The Florida Blue Relax Lounge, where they will give you small bags of small snacks of some off-brand Cheez-It and water and air conditioning. Look at how excited my face is right now. Mark, I can't look at the screen or I'm going to laugh. One of my favorite restaurants has <laughs> now become a place to get water and air conditioning. That's horrible. But it is very cold air conditioning. It is. It's, it is really nice air conditioning. It is All very right. hot down Listen, here, Mark. Um, so the Moroccan government officially pulled out of their sponsorship. It was one of the only, it was the only pavilion that was state run. The Republic of Morocco funded, provided everything, all the detail, everything was done by the state of Morocco. They have since pulled out of the World Showcase. They're out of the theme park business, and they have ceded all control over to Disney Creative. So let's use that opportunity to leverage a beloved Disney intellectual property, which, again, I'm going to also suggest is largely underutilized, and the park clamors for more of it, and there's not enough. We have the magic carpet. Yeah, dude, we have the magic carpets over in Adventureland, and there's really not that much Aladdin intellectual property. And yet every single nighttime spectacular that has the genie in it and friend like me, do people not lose their mind, lose their mind, lose their minds over there. Cause it's the genie. All right. Ready? Here's my dinner show idea. Brosif. That needs to be Aladdin dining over in restaurant Marrakesh. You need to have the genie come out Get a little more baklava, Mr. Aladdin, sir. Have a wish or two or three. Mm. Dude, I, how, how amazing would it be to have a show-stopping number in the middle of dinner? You, have, you used to have the belly dancers that were over there. How amazing would it be to have a full-blown show-stopping number where the genie is lighting up that dining room? maybe once every half hour, every 45 minutes for every seating. And then in the interim, you can have Aladdin, Jasmine walking around meeting. Genie could walk around and do a meet and greet. And then you know how they do the character parade at other places. Instead of the character parade, man, light it up, light it up. You never had a friend like me. Boom. That's my idea. Uh, Mark, I'm going to, I'm going to give our, give our wonderful fans a small little story. Um, so we went back there for, um, it was media night and had to go back into this one room at restaurant Marrakesh. Okay. Uh, as we were going in there, there was three or four delightfully, uh, inebriated, uh, inebriated is the best word I could, I could use. 
uh, gentlemen who were trying to get in <laughs> to the special event there. Yes, they were. And the first inebriated man says to the next inebriated man, watch this. I'll get us in. And he turns to, to the cast member. He's like, yeah, I made my reservations like uh, four months ago with the girls who did the dancing things. Like, <laughs> and she's just like, he goes, excuse me, sir. This is a private event. There, the restaurant has been closed for many months. No, 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 no. I made reservations it for the been, dancing bellies. It, it hasn't been open now for like two and a half years, bro. And I like guy. it where he's like, where's the, where's the dancing belly girls? Where's them? <laughs> like he was so blitzed. He was lit, man. Just lit, lit up, up, man. We're all um, standing out there. Like it's you, me, Holly. We're all standing out there watching these guys. We're like, here's the show. Here's the entertainment. It's these guys right here. <laughs> So, um, I it will always have a fond memory in my head of Restaurant Marrakesh and the wonderful inebriated gentleman trying to see the dancers of the belly. Um, look, I, you're right on. What else could you put in there? So here's my only problem I have there. Sometimes you get a lot of uh, people who are drinking their way around the world or going around the world. Some people are not very adventurous on trying new uh food trying new things i don't know how well that would sell i think if you put the words aladdin on it i think you would get a a bigger crowd than you would by just calling it restaurant marrakesh listen if you i so counterpoint i I think people wouldn't eat it if they thought it was just moroccan food Mm -hmm. i think if you put a character dining experience yeah. They would try it at least once just to say, I need to see what the character dining experience is like. Because let's face it, that's what happened with Akers Juice. People would, oh, go, yeah, yeah. people would go and not dig on the Norwegian cuisine and the cold bar and be like, Meh, I didn't like the food. You know, we I don't eat. like the schlosh and boom. But they did it once just yeah. to see the characters. And I think they would honestly be pleasantly surprised that the couscous is a food that's so nice. They named it twice. It's delicious. <laughs> The great don't, stuff. Yeah, don't believe me. <laughs> it's, don't ask the dishes; they freak me out. It's the food so nice they named it twice. Couscous, trust me, it's pasta from Morocco. <laughs> Mark is this now is working hard, for yeah. Disney. This is hard hitting <laughs> stuff. Jingle tonight. team. Yeah, this is hard hitting radio right now. <laughs> Can we go back to the King Candy song? King Candy. All right. So number seven, Greg's already. He's already blown his, his, shown his hand, shown his hand. (laughs) He's shown his hand on this one. We know that there's something there, but they just tore down a roller coaster. Primeval Hurl is gone. And now we have boardwalk games that are oddly misplaced in Chester and Hester's Dino-Rama, whatever that tragedy of a land is. There's a Dumbo ride there too, minus Dumbo. Yeah. So there's Triceratops spin, but the land is eternally loathed by everyone except those who have little kids that want them to go to the boneyard. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to see Dino Land remain. And so let's use this as yet one more opportunity, my friends, to retheme the entirety of Dino Land USA. Well, originally, I was thinking that this land could go over in Hollywood Studios, but for some odd reason, I was convinced that it just would not work over there. Uh, And look, in nowhere in this am I saying get rid of the ride dinosaur. Uh, I think a re-theme is in order. Um, 
just like how it is Indiana Jones out in Disneyland, I think you could do it differently out here. But that whole land, you have another 15 or 20 acres behind the gates that are back there that are, are wide open and ready to be used. So what I was thinking of earlier was Wakanda. I think Wakanda as a whole land would be excellent. First off, you're hitting the Marvel IP, which is what the fanboys want to see. You're bringing that into this side of the Mississippi. But more importantly, Mark, and I'm going to get serious for one quick second here. Um, People of color identify with Wakanda and the culture and what that movie stands for more than almost any other uh, Marvel IP or movie that's come out. I think it's wonderful. I think it's well-deserved. I think people of color need more representation inside of Walt Disney World Parks worldwide. So I think you could bring in the audience that supports that. You could show that you care about that community and the people of color community out there and do something specifically like this and everybody would love it. Bro, I'm going to continue. Black Panther connected with a community in a way that it was just beautiful to behold. And I appreciate and love the Black Panther franchise, but for little boys and little girls to see themselves in that film is something that is truly remarkable. That trailer, like let's, let's just talk about for a minute. We, we talked about this on earth's mightiest weirdos. I have watched that trailer no less than 15 times now at this point. And I get so choked up the Bob Marley song. That trailer is a work of art and the passing of Chadwick Boseman T'Challa means a lot to people. That character meant so much. And then to lose Chadwick Boseman tragically that he was battling cancer in silence. He never told anybody. He did all of these films, all of the PR, all of the press. All of this was when he was losing his life. He was losing his battle Mm -hmm. to cancer. Told no one. And he knew how important it was for this film to have this place in history and the box office success that it had. But the artistry of the film to be Oscar nominated and to receive Academy Awards. It was, it was a rarity for Marvel films and for superhero films to get that kind of critical and popular acclaim that that generally doesn't happen for Marvel films because it was the perfect confluence of artistry, activism, and just great storytelling and writing and great acting. And it was a perfect convergence of all of those things and it was a cross section and a moment in history that was celebrated and i dude this is why i agree with you like wakanda needs to be somewhere at animal kingdom it really does it would be a unique land i don't want a marvel land i don't want a carbon copy of what they have Mm -hmm. in, in in la i don't want a copy of what they have in paris i want something unique to our area of the world and i want it to be wakanda The only other thing that I would accept, because I think thematically it would go there to change it up, because I think you're right. Like Wakanda, I'm on board with your thing, but I'm going to try to change it up for for sake of having another answer and a diverse answer. But I just want to go on record. I want yours. I don't want mine. Historically speaking, I used to say Indiana Jones would make a lot of sense there for a variety of reasons. Mm -hmm. Dinosaur is Indiana Jones out in uh, Los Angeles and Anaheim. So that is a like no brainer, duh. 
But the bizarre, all of the games and like the throwing plates and all that stuff, how amazing would that be to be like the marketplace in Raiders of the Lost Ark where you have, it's the marketplace of the Middle East and you have wares and you can keep them games, but you can theme them to have them be a little bit more interesting of booths and bazaars in that, you know, you have fire breathers and you just have different like games of chance that people can play. You can keep the fair element, but add that cultural Middle Eastern flair to it. And then it becomes a little bit more authentic or it's not as out of place as like we have a carnival in the middle of a dino site. <laughs> right. Right. The dig area. Parents are like, don't you take my dig area. Um, We don't have to, because guess what? Archaeology is all about digging and right. you can have it be still an archaeological dig site for the kids to play in. And now they can play Indiana Jones and dig through the dirt. And now you just change the theme of it to fit the motif of archaeology versus, uh, you know, searching for dinosaurs and paleontology. It's the same concept and the same premise. Then you still have all of that space over there to have meet and greets. You can have, uh, you know, a, an expanded uh, Jock Lindsay's hangar bar. You have a restaurant that can have a motif. You can have Marion's bar take over that area and Marion's bar can be over in that space. There's so much stuff that an Indiana Jones could just overlay intellectually and be really cool and not seem out of place. So that was my traditional answer, but I'm going to advocate for Wakanda because I think Wakanda is so much more important And I think that that would be appreciated so much more than an Indiana Jones, which I know we're getting an Indiana five. Right. But after that, who knows? Because Harrison Ford has said, I am Indiana Jones. It will die with me. There will never be another Indiana Jones. So unless they do. Which is going to happen soon. Which is going to. I mean, he's an older man. I I don't want to put him in the ground, but I mean, he is. uh, He's an elder statesman at this point. So unless you do a prequel to Indiana Jones, which they did with River Phoenix, you're, you know, it's, it's not a franchise that I think has a lot of legs in the future. It's just, I don't think that. So I originally had until, um, somehow I was Jedi mind tricked into going over here, which now that I say it makes more, way more sense over there, way more sense. I always thought, uh, South America should go over and you could do uh, up and Encanto all in one reason. And there's so much you can, and that's the problem with animal kingdom. Dude, you just gave me chills with paradise falls. You just gave me chills, man. Why do you got to take me to, why do you have to take me to paradise falls, bro? Yeah. It's it's could we could we but once you once you bring in Encanto or once you bring in Wakanda into there you're like nothing else makes sense now. All right, so could we could we do Rafiki's Planet Watch and and put something over? Could we put Paradise Falls there instead of the petting zoo? I I like the petting zoo, but could we make that? So you take a balloon over there. I don't know. Let's do something instead of a train. I don't know. Let's do. I like the train. The train's fun. Train's fun. I do like to, I'm always, I love, actually, I like the behind the scenes and seeing where the animal pens are. And then you can see the, most of the time when they have a uh, smaller Well, that's why people thought that Zootopia really worked over there. You just turn the train into the train heading into Zootopia. Yeah, it just doesn't work for me. Uh, 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 uh. Come on, try Shakira everything. Shakira works. I, I didn't say anything against Shakira. I love the movie. Yeah. But it land. I don't know. I got to see what they're doing. What's it? Uh, da, 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 da. Where? Who's getting uh, Hong Kong? Uh, Hong Kong, I think, is getting that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see that. I so. like it. All right. So um, I'm so uh, of uh, 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 closure. 
cover your ears. Cover okay. your ears. Number eight's going to sting. It's going to really hurt. It's going to hurt a oh, little no. bit. Okay. So we're going to talk about the water amphitheater over in Animal Kingdom. Greg is covering. You, know, <laughs> you peaked. You peaked. You didn't, you're supposed what? to cover your ears. I, 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 why would you do that to Kite Tales, Mark? It was. It really was for how it. much people hated on Kite Tales. The show itself was beautiful. Watching the kids with the little kites on the pre-show. What happened to the dancing elephants during the, the show? All of a sudden, I get one blue kite flying around, and then he falls and they're like but dang greg i didn't do it <laughs> you're, you're like you mark why did you do this thing? why did you take it away from it me, wasn't mark? me i didn't ruin the magic greg i didn't ruin the magic <laughs> i get one lion king song and now zazu's part of everything um, i don't need zazu part of it i need mufasa and i need simba do you do you want to read and where's nala do you want to retheme the amphitheater i know that you want to bring no that- no 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 i think you're um, this was the one you were like, Oh, I think this should happen. And I was like, okay. Um, I have no other answer because you nailed it. I, I, this is the one so, I agree with you perfectly on to let you know, this was the, this was the test balloon pun intended. <laughs> this was the test balloon for this episode. This is how I sold this episode to him was I said, use an area like this. This water amphitheater should have, and then I gave him my answer, and he was like, "Oh, that's the episode. Let's do that." But this a real area, kite tail show during the day. Yeah. So this episode should have a version of World of Color. Yes. So, where else could you put it? You need nighttime. Why, Mark? Why don't I have night times over? We at don't. Animal Kingdom? Okay. Why am I so angry about Animal Kingdom? Okay, but you just. You you hit the nail right on the head, and that was perfect. Animal Kingdom, for so long, has been in a desperate search to find a nighttime spectacular. Here's the thing. It's a tricky place to have a nighttime spectacular because pyrotechnics, the use of pyrotechnics, will scare and spook the animals. It's a preserve, and so it is a very interesting area that it is not your traditional theme park. You don't want to be setting off fireworks. Well, World of Color, or at least a truncated version of the World of Color, there is a, but a few areas of World of Color that actually uses a fire effect. You can have, again, a truncated version or a toned down version. You don't need to use the pyrotechnics, but you can use those water jets in that amphitheater and have a version of World of Color play, but make it appropriate for the setting. And if you've never seen World of Color... Don't ruin it for yourself. Do not go online and watch a version of it on YouTube. You need to see World of Color in person because I'm going to go out there and say, I think it is the best nighttime spectacular. The way that they use the technology to present that show, it was one of the most masterful things that I have ever seen in a Disney park. I am in love with it. I am obsessed with the World of Color. And I think that that would be a perfect show to bring over to Animal Kingdom to give them a true nighttime spectacular, but also something that keeps people in the park after the lights go down. World of you color, can, man. World of color. Uh, my theory was the world of color with a hybrid of phantasmic. Um, something you need something where there. you have the, 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 the boats going by on the, in the water. Like you have the, uh, what is, it, is it the black pearl that goes by or what's the, what's the boat? Um, from Pirates yeah, of it's the Black Pearl. I think it's a Black yeah. Pearl. Mm-hmm. Like you can do a hybrid of both of them without fireworks, without scaring the other animals. Or 
Yeah, or or just the show that uses the technology of World of Color. Now I realized right, too right. that the, the 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 Pixar pal around is a huge part of what makes World of Color work is the backdrop of the Incredicoaster and the pal around and Pixar Pier being right there. It has a like an ambiance and a backdrop to it that you don't have over in Animal Kingdom. But you can do the same sort of technology of World of Color, but make it unique to the East Coast and to Animal Kingdom. Water jets. And you know what? Um, because of what they've done to me and Kite Tails, it deserves to have um, the Main Street Electrical Parade <laughs> going around in a circle, um, torturing everybody if i have to be tortured by a kite tail that is really just well, a kite tail. wait because main street electrical parade's coming to florida dude wait no it's not no it is not it is not coming here friendly bet friendly. i i will friendly bet you um friendly bet it's coming something, it's something. coming something i uh, uh, uh yeah i it is not coming i will back. bet you will not be i will be in d23 on that sunday morning for all the parks and news info and i will i will text you first i will bet you and order a brazilian cheese bread at skipper canteen <laughs> <laughs> i will raise you from brussels sprouts you Ew, will raise me you'll raise so me gross. the kungaloosh so if yeah. So if I lose, I'm I got the cheese bread. If you lose, Kungaloosh for me from there you go. Skipper Canty. All right, deal. All right, my friend. It is time for us to head yeah. to the Germany Pavilion. Yeah, I'm a wee little worm. For those people who do not know, yeah. the Germany Pavilion was supposed to have a boat ride, and it does not. Yeah, so like it's small world. They had, but it so, is a bigger world than it's small one. So we need to have something in the Germany Pavilion, my friend, and you get to go first. Nine, you go first. <laughs> well, don't don't say nine because I'm no. going to take us down the Rhine. That's okay. what I'm going to do. I uh, need okay. I need a boat ride. Listen, I need a boat uh, ride down the I Rhine see. River, and that's yeah. that's what I want. I want a listen. Germany has a um, beautiful, yeah. It's it, it's naturally beautiful. I mean, the culture, the culture itself, it's something that needs to be celebrated. I mean, you have the, you have the beer hall, uh, you have the pretzels, you know, pretzels und beer. Mm. It's great to sort of add the landscape of the country. Almost all of these pavilions celebrate the natural beauty of the place and the cultural hearth from which they, they arose. A Rhine river cruise would be absolutely perfect. And I want a small world style Rhine River cruise, a la Maelstrom, something yeah. fun. I want to float down the Rhine River, um, and I think that we should be able to take the adult beverages on the ride as Ooh. well. But what does grapefruit have to do with Germany? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I don't understand that beer choice. Sorry, the beer choice. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. Look, we're putting a ride back in there, no matter what. Uh, my idea, though is a bit out there and I think it actually works because I watched a uh, version of this before we recorded. I'm going to go with, because um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves is originally a German fairy tale. I'm going with Snow White and the Seven Dwarves journey to the center of the earth. Dude, I'm fist pumping. I'm fist pumping right now. People can't (laughs) see it. I am like flipping out. That is amazing. Yes. 
That the 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 screens, the ride itself, or journey to the center of the earth. Look, you can you can cross these with the story of Snow White in the German countryside, the Black Forest, everything that beautiful scenery, the huts, everything, and then offset it with the dwarves going down and digging down and and getting and do hi ho. We're going into the mine. We're really? going into the mine. But you uh, like journey to the center of the earth over it. Uh, Disney Sea is one of the most spectacularly well done rides in the world. Uh, the the technology they use, the screens, the cart, everything about it. I look is is Germany enough space? No, but there's space behind Germany that you can still build in. They can move that road a little bit out of the way that's behind there, and you could have the space for. It. I think this would work in that pavilion, and it wouldn't take away from the the heritage and the culture of the Germany pavilion. I'm there, man. I'm there. there. All right. I'm there. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm all about this. I'm all about this. All right. We have but one more country. Um, you and I were enjoying both the food and the drink over in the Canada. Oh, Mark, let's go play a little <laughs> shinny, my friend. Over in the Canada Circle Vision. We're going to get our toques on. Martin Short has been evicted for food and drink. We, we've offended two cultures, Mark. We got the Germans. And now the Canadians, eh? You've got a you've got a nice Canadian man. You, you, I, it's because my dog talks like this to me. <laughs> it's really good. People All are right. like, "What?" Yes, my my big dog talks Canadian. So you go you go first on Canada, man. All right. So Circle Vision is passe. It's old. It's it's got to go. Um, what is it now? The Appleseed Orchard, which is <laughs> it's comfortable to lay there and take a break with friends, but not the best in the round spot. Like it's great for a hobo now. It's great for a hobo. Yeah, I was going to bring up. It's the best place besides the China Pavilion to take a hobo nap in Epcot. Uh, we're taking off our shoes. We're getting comfortable in the apple orchard. Only it's the grossest ground ever. Um, I am going with, if you go up to the Niagara Falls, there is a 4D theater that is done by iWorks. And what it does is show Canada as a whole, but in a 4D, almost virtual reality way where when you go over the falls, water splashes you in the face. Uh, and it just kind of gives you this... You can still have the grandiose O Canada show the great, beautiful country that it is. When you go up north, you have the cold breeze hits you in the face uh, when you come back down. So you're you're talking like iWorks, 4D theater, and Soren all mixed into one in that in the round. And you don't even need to be in the round. You just need to have that building space. Okay. What is the one thing that Canada has given to the world, man? Oh, hockey, hockey, Just my like a, friend, not hockey, but I like, I like where your head. Whoa, at. whoa. It's always shinny. It's not hockey. Gordie Howe. Canada. Wayne. Canada the great has one. gifted the, the world. Gretzky. Some of the finest. Martin Mole. Musicians. <laughs> Triumph. Of the 20th century. Aladdin so Forsett. Here's what I want, dude. Ready? Ready? Celine Dion. Brian Adams, Drake, Shania Twain, Neil Young, Alanis Morissette, The Weeknd, Avril Lavigne, Justin Bieber, Joni Mitchell, Michael Bublé, Bublé <laughs> Nelly <laughs> Furtado, Katie Lang. Dude, I could keep going on and on and on. I want the Canadian musical rock concert 
I want like the we are the world of Canada musicians coming together and realizing the power, the influence, the prestige that they hold. I want a rock concert in the 360 round. I want you to put in some kicking speakers. I want to rock out. I got my first real six string. Played it till my fingers bled. Dude, I, I want Brian Adams. I want them all working together in it's a been one week mashup. Me. Am I lying though? You're like, you are the music guy. Canada has had an exorbitant amount of musical acts, rock and roll acts, pop acts that have really changed the landscape, the musical landscape for us. Oh my God. Yeah, of course. Like bands like what? What's that? Some 41 <laughs> Avril Lavigne. Dude. Um, uh, metric. Um, oh, um, death from above rush. Yeah. These are so, no. Okay. Let's, let's talk about real bands. Triumph, <laughs> arcade fire, Nickelback, <laughs> rush. also Canadian. <laughs> Look at this photograph. Look at this photograph. Every time I do it makes me laugh. Dude. I want a rock concert. I want a rock I, concert. I'm with you. Come on, Drake. Uh, look, uh, some of these, I'm I'm getting old, but... Give me some hotline Michael bling. Michael or Michael Bubble, as you want to call him. Bare Naked Ladies. Celine. You gotta have Celine Dion singing on there. Dude. Sean Mendez. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of the ones that the kids would know. Wherever you are. Dead Mouse. Alessia. Dude, I'm, you are... You're hip, man. Dude, I know. I will take Leonard Cohen, man. Like Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Dude, there are a lot of Canadian music acts. Tell me, tell me that a Canadian rock concert there, like a mashup, would not be simply amazing. Like fun. Just so fun. And you honestly, that it really would be fun. Like as a, as a person who's toured with bands, I would love to be in the middle of an amphitheater and like, you're like, imagine the people dancing along in the round, having a good time, like 360 on different walls, like different musicians pop up and like, you treat them like the stage. You feel like you're in the pit, the the crush of the crowd in there. How amazing would that be? Dude, imagine the lead singer of Nickelback towering <laughs> over you in a 20-story tall visage of him just being like, look at this photograph. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sing it to me. <laughs> I think, I think, how do we top that? You can't be a rock star. You can't top that, man. Like we're going no, out. I can't, I'm out, man. You have blown my mind. Mic drop. Out of the Disney psyche. <laughs> Mic drop. Mark. Canada rock concert. Dude, this was so much fun. This episode was so much fun. I loved doing this. Uh, shout out to, again, to our Patreons who love the this or that's, and they love these creative type of episodes. Thank you to the community for providing us with this kind, these kind of suggestions because we love it when the community interacts with the content and you guys give us suggestions of what to talk about. Greg, aside from the craziness that's going to happen with the Magic Bands tomorrow, good luck to you. May the odds be ever in your favor tomorrow as everyone and their brother tries to get for one real. of these things. Um, what does what the rest of the week look like you for you, man, as we, uh, we sign off here? Uh, to be quite honest, Mark, I don't even know what day it is right now, it's much t- less what month Tuesday, or Greg. what, uh, okay. Uh, what month are we in? Uh, it's July, Greg. Okay. Thank you. Um, how's Figment doing, buddy? 
like I have so also I, Canadian. I, Mark, I have learned also Canadian. <laughs> One little spark figment. One little spark, Greg. I got I got what nothing. What am I doing? We got podcast, man. Uh you can check us out over at Chip and Company. Uh Dot com, or you can go to the Facebook or our podcast. We drop Parks and Review on Tuesdays, News and Review. I'm sorry, News and Review on Tuesdays, Parks and Review on Wednesdays. Mark and I get together and do and company on Thursdays, where we take the top four articles that you, the fans, have clicked on and talked about the most, and we break them down. Um, and we just have a great time. Mark and I work together and enjoy ourselves. And it's a, it's a more it's it's fun, but we take a more serious stance to some of these issues that are going on out there. We do, and we appreciate you hanging out for this very light and jocular episode of Dislike Podcast. Again, catch all our episodes over at dislikepodcast.com. Make sure you're subscribing, leave us a rating and a review. We love the feedback. Let us know how we did on our use of this empty space over at Disney World. And if you have any ideas or you just want to shout at us and let us know hey guys i have a better idea please definitely share it with us and we would love to talk about some of these shared ideas in an upcoming episode and kind of have a community talk back section but greg have a wonderful week Uh, again godspeed tomorrow please do not die in the initial rush of everyone running to get their new magic band tomorrow they they should have been like leaked out in a shop Disney thing, not in like one singular last month it's going to be nuts tomorrow it's going to be like toys r us at christmas God help everyone who is making the mad dash to get these magic speaking bands. Of, uh, speaking of nuts, Mark, uh, remember, folks, spay and neuter your owls. <laughs> At least we got it now. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. Have a wonderful week. And as always, we hope the rest of this week is filled with faith, trust, and pixie dust. We'll see you real soon. Bye, everybody. <laughs> This Dislike Podcast is brought to you by the Happiness is Addictive Collection. Happiness is Addictive is passionate about spreading laughter and creating smiles worldwide. They love bringing their global community together through optimism, cheer, hopefulness, merriment, and celebrating life's magical moments. They know how important it is to celebrate life's adventures, and their apparel will give you everlasting, one-of-a-kind memories through pixie-dusted family photos, compliments from park guests, and magical moments with cast members. They pride themselves on high-quality, custom-made apparel at competitive prices with world-class service. Let them help you create a lifetime of memories, whether you're Disney-bounding, kicking it poolside, participating in Run Disney Marathons, having costumed adventures, or just living your best Disney life. You can find their Happiness is Addictive shop on Etsy. You can also find them on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Pinterest. They are proud to be featured in Indie Central Florida, the Thoughtful Gift Club, and now here on Dislife Podcast. Their collection was founded by a 15-year former cast member who knows how to enhance your magical moments for a lifetime of memories with your family. Don't forget to use promo code DISLIFE15 to take an extra 15% off. What are you waiting for? Head over to Etsy and start getting happy today. Follow the link in our show notes and you'll find out for yourself that happiness is addictive.